Hello everyone, welcome to this episode of We Ask Watson. I'm Natasha from Watson's Daily and joining me is Peter Watson. Hi Peter. Hi there. Would you please tell listeners the story you found most interesting today and why? Okay, I, I surely will. Um, so I thought what was particularly interesting today was the, there was a very good um, article in the Daily Telegraph which talks about how um, whoever wins the US presidential election, um, big tech is likely to come under a lot more scrutiny than it has under the last four years of the Trump administration. Uh, because, uh, But the interesting thing is they will come under increasing scrutiny for different reasons. So, for instance, um, Republicans complain that the Silicon Valley companies are too liberal and they drown out, you know, um, right wing, um, right wing opinions. And so they argue that big tech restricts free speech. Whereas if the Democrats get in, um, they are more concerned about the sheer e economic power of Google, Facebook and Amazon, along with all the other bits like, um, uh, you know, excluding competition and um, data privacy issues. So those are, I think that it's very interesting that um, for them to say that this is, you know, for this article to say that um, what, whoever gets in big tech is likely to come under fire. Um, the thing is, though, is that, you know, I mean, I, I, I sort of am of the opinion that if the EU can't win against Apple, and remember, um, the EU was trying to um, fine Apple something like $16 billion for unpaid taxes, um, and Apple appealed and they won. Um, if you've got that kind of thing, uh, you know, the EU losing against one company, i.e. Apple, what chance does anyone have of winning against these massive tech companies if they all get together? Um, I think that it is, um, you know, it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting thing. I mean, I, you know, I'm a big fan of big tech. I'm, I, I like Apple products. I like that, you know, generally I use all this, the stuff that they provide. But um, I, I also think that they are getting too powerful. And I think if nothing is done about it soon, they really are going to be too big for anyone to do anything about. So, um, so for what it's worth, I mean, I do think that that, that um, the lawyers um, of the big tech are going to drag things out as long as they possibly can um, and, and hope mm. that um, all these um, committees and things just lose interest. If they were able to do something about big tech, such as yeah. break them up, how, how can you how do you think that would happen? What would it look um, like? Well, I think that, for instance, I think you'd, you'd basically have to break it down by business line. Um, so, for instance, maybe I, I have no idea. This is just pure speculation on my part. But, mm -hmm. you know, maybe with Amazon, you could probably split it into, you know, Amazon logistics, which would cover, you know, air, air freight and sea and, you know, land and all that kind. Of, so that would cover their delivery networks. You could have um, Amazon Web Services separate that out straight away. In, in actual fact, I think 
a lot of people have called for Amazon Web Services to be separated out anyway. Um, you know, that's their cloud computing business, which is doing which is doing incredibly well. And then maybe Amazon Retail, you know, you do that. And then even even then you could. But, yeah, I think that you could do something like that, for instance. Um, and I think that that would be very popular among um, uh, investors because mm. what would happen is they could actually invest in the story that they like most, you know, rather than invest in the one massive thing that does everything. Um, generally speaking, investors quite like to be able to invest in something that is a bit more focused. So actually, the well, the, the funny thing is, is that in some ways um, you could argue that if if these companies were split up, um, that they would they could actually do even better, you know, as they could become bigger, but but separate, you know, but Possibly. separately. So, I mean, I think that's that's another that is a definite um, that's a definite possibility. And I, I'm sure that the big tech will fight tooth and nail to to try not to, because for them, the fact that they collect the data, it powers everything else. So I think that um, they will try not to do, you know, try not to let it happen. But if it does, I would imagine that's that's how they're going to do it. That's interesting, Peter. Um, I actually um do you have anything else to add oh uh well no not not particularly um so yeah i just think it's 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 one of those things and i think that if um uh you know if europe so i think that if europe gets involved because obviously europe is is um putting together something as well um you've got the yeah. oecd trying to do all the tax stuff um which it failed which it failed at um and you've got the likes of um uh, uh, was it Spot, you know, Spotify and um, Epic Games and stuff all getting together? I mean, it may be that there is a momentum going that there's enough momentum to actually make them do something. So who who knows? I mean, I think it's a it's an interesting thing. It's something that everyone's going to be you know have have a say in. I think, um, but whether or not they can actually execute anything is another question. Definitely, it will be one to watch. And as we've seen recently. Big tech is always popping up in the news um, in different areas of the world on mm. um, in terms of regulation. So I think every week something new is going to be added to this. Yep, certainly. So what did you think? What was your what was your uh, fave of the week then, Tash? So I picked a different story. Um, yep. I picked the debate over vegan sausages and burgers um, heating up ahead of the EU vote. So. Nice. This story is about the members of the European Parliament are scheduled mm -hmm. to vote this Wednesday on whether words like steak, sausage or burger will be allowed to be used with products that don't contain meat. Yeah. Um, so this vote has been backed by Europe's meat and livestock industry and the European yeah. Parliament's Agricultural Committee. Yeah. And it's quite interesting that a similar thing happened before in 2017 when the European yeah. Court of Justice banned the words milk, butter and yogurt for non-animal yeah. marketing products. Yeah. Um, yeah and the alternative terminology is quite strange, um, including yeah. the labels like fingers and discs. Yes. Um, and on the whole, the story sounds quite ridiculous. But yeah. hearing that it's actually got some substance in history um, mm. suggests that the vote may go through. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that the the agricultural lobby generally, you know, not not just in Europe, but it's generally very, very strong. And they will be fighting tooth and nail 
to mm-hmm. try to keep things to you know to try to um keep meat ahead of the the meat alternatives because i think that in the past they just rubbished it you know like I, I guess corn corn is the only thing i can think of that has been around for a blimmin long time you I, know um, i think L- lindsay mccartney she's been yes their, she their products as well because actually i've had lindsay mccartney's sausages as in Same. not the sausages <laughs> that linda mccartney has been eating on her plate i haven't sort of you know broken into her house and and snaffled a, a couple of sausages from a plate but her actual linda mccartney sausages and they're they were always really good and and um and i'm a, you know i'm a meat eater and um so i think that uh you know there, there's been yeah i i think corn and yeah linda you're lot you're right leo you know, linda mccartney sausages well i'm not sure are they corn? i don't know but anyway um they've been around and they they've they've had it all to themselves for quite some time but now you've got all this you know um beyond meat and impossible foods and now you've got you know, the uk's mm-hmm. meatless farm um as well uh, and you, you know lots of others i mean even going into mns they've got their own they've got their own stuff which looks a bit I think, unfortunately, I think I looked at some chicken uh, uh, in inverted commas um, stuff, and it looked all a bit bizarre, really. <laughs> but, but you know, but it's. I think it's it's really. I think it's really good. It's a it's a growth area, um, and and I think these these guys they're just trying to make you know the the um, meat industry is obviously trying to make it more difficult, aren't they? Yeah, um, I'm quite similar to you. Um, I'm a meat eater, but I do buy meat alternatives. Um, yeah, and I think that despite the change in possible change in labels, it won't deter me from buying the products. Um, mm. But it's probably going to have a big picture effect on the way that they are able to market their products, and mm. it's going to be quite. It's going to be a challenge for them because if the product is meant to be selling on the basis that it looks like meat, it tastes like meat, mm. um, but they can't brand it as being a burger, um, it's going to be quite difficult. <laughs> Um, and as you said, the industry is definitely growing. Um, in Europe, sales of plant-based products have grown 73% in the last five years. So, yeah. so I think it makes sense that the meat industry is trying to protect themselves um, mm. and maybe open up the debate about um, meat might be healthier on the basis that it's a lot less, um, it's more natural, it's less processed. Um, mm. On the other hand, um, they're trying to fight against the um, case about emissions. Um, farming mm. in the UK um, creates 10% of UK emissions. Um, and the yep. National Farmers Union has actually recently launched a plan to make British agriculture carbon neutral in two decades. Yeah. However, yeah. critics of this have pointed out that it doesn't mention any less eating of meat, of course. No. <laughs> no. Instead, it talks I mean, about... You can understand it, though. You, you can understand it, though, can't you? I mean, you've, yeah. you've got these... You know, you've got farmers, they've been doing it. They probably had, you know, a lot of them have, have probably had many generations before them and stuff. And this is this is all they know. And then suddenly just going, all right, everyone, we're either going to grow, pea, you know, peas for the pea protein <laughs> or the mushrooms for the mushroom protein. You know, whatever it is. I don't, to be honest, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not an expert on exactly, but I know pea protein and mushroom protein are the main the main sort of things that they have in in there amongst many other uh, bits and pieces yeah. um but i think that um you know to tell someone who's done this all their life and this has been all they've known to then go well actually you know you shouldn't do that anymore do this is always going to be a tough ask i think and um the farming industry is very powerful so um you just wonder 
And actually, the other thing as well, obviously, with coronavirus mm-hmm. is they'll mm-hmm. argue very strongly that we need to be self-sufficient. Yeah. Um, and that will involve, you know, continuing meat production. So it's it's a bit, yeah, it's a very, you can under, definitely understand both sides of it, you know, on the, on the from the farmer's side, but also from, from the other side as well, where you think that um, uh, you see a lot of, um, uh, employees of abattoirs and things have come down with coronavirus. Yeah. I mean, certainly in America, there was a massive problem of that during lockdown. Um, and whereas um, it seems that the uh, production of these um, uh, meat-free alternative, uh, you know, meat is meat-free um, protein um, sources, um, they are much less intensive in terms of workers needed and that sort of thing so actually you could uh, you could say that if there were another lockdown um you know the food supply could continue rather than suddenly you know fall off a cliff like it did before yeah i think it i think it definitely um displays their um the industry's anxiety over um what's happened in the pandemic and just taking any opportunity to deter um the competitor market yeah, absolutely. Um, anything else to add on that? Um, no, not really. I think you know that's that, that's all good. Um, well, you know, so maybe maybe at the weekend, um, if if the weather's right, we might be, um, you know, flipping <laughs> some uh, vegan discs uh, on on the barbecue, or or some uh, also really wholesome um, vegetarian tubes. Of course, they um, sound delightful. So, yeah yeah Can't wait. i mean nothing like nothing like the sis- the sound of sizzling <laughs> tubes um to, to get to get the appetite going um but yeah all i was going to say all i was going to add to to it is to say um there are going to be quite a lot of announcements this week um on um uh, about watson's daily so watch out on our uh social channels especially on instagram linkedin um and the other thing as well is i've got an announcement well i'm going to say today um uh, kind of a semi-announcement i suppose is that um many of you will know that um i am a massive advocate of um you know when you want to improve your knowledge like this the the commercial awareness and that kind of thing i'm a massive advocate advocate of doing a bit every day now i think that actually that is you know i.e consistency of approach actually is a very good thing for other things in life as well so um, I have to confess, I've massively blobbed out um, <laughs> under lockdown, um, and uh, and I feel that I need to um, to shed <laughs> to shed this uh, this excess. Um, and to that end, um, I'm going to be doing exercise every day um, in order to. So I'm going to just do a bit every day. I'm not going to go mad, um, and I'll update people as I as I go along. Um, probably towards the end of the week. So you might, it, in case you think, what the hell's going on, <laughs> or who's that fat guy? Uh, it, it is me. Um, but I'm going to be trying to um, make some inroads and become a bit healthier because, uh, and before anyone, uh, some people think, oh my God, what's he doing? I did actually used to be quite fit when I was younger. So um, I know it's there. I know it's in me. <laughs> I've just got to get it back again. <laughs> just got to find it again. <clears throat> yes, exactly. It's like a, it's like, you know, it's going to be a journey. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. So Peter's looking for your support. Yes. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 
anyway well thank thanks um thanks for today and um, thank you too it's been we great. will we will we will talk uh tomorrow uh it's been fun and speak speak again soon speak to you tomorrow bye peter see ya bye bye